Hi everyone, welcome back to Say You Want to Be a Vet, the podcast series where we bring you honest and open discussions about life as a veterinary student and share the inspiring and motivating experiences of vets from all across the industry, from their vet school journey and beyond. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can follow us on social media at Say You Want to Be a Vet, where we will be sharing behind the scenes clips, doing live Q&As and so much more. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel with the same name, where we upload regular videos such as CV and personal statement writing tutorials, interview skills, and so much more that will help you build a strong application to that school. Hello and welcome back to So You Want to Be a Vet podcast. And today we're talking all about our top tips for starting university. As now I've just finished second year, Bronte's just finished third year. So we've, we've been through it and we've seen a lot of our friends go through it. So we've prepared some tips for, for you to learn from us today. Yeah, I think it's sort of something that we've had people ask us about quite a lot. It's a really exciting time for everybody, but it's also quite an anxious time and people can get quite nervous about it, which is completely fair enough. So who better to learn from than two people that have actually gone through it themselves? So hopefully we'll reassure you a little bit so that you are less nervous, but also help you prepare a bit more because there are some things that you don't think about which are worth thinking about. Yes, definitely. And this is a big learning curve our first point for me was learning how to cook and just like preparing things like that. I was not really prepared that I have to provide for myself three meals a day. So just think about budgeting in regards to food. And I'm just going to plug, we we will have some episodes coming out about budgeting for uni and handling finances, which, you know, is a tricky thing to suddenly learn how to do all at once. So learning how to cook and knowing what to buy how long you want to spend cooking? Are you the type of person that wants to meal prep? Are you going to be vegetarian? Are you going to eat meat? Do you feel comfortable cooking meat? All of these little things, which I didn't even really consider before I went to uni. So it's definitely something to think about. And I know friends that like practiced meals at home with their parents, like one night a week, they'd cook for the family, which I think is a really nice way of getting used to it and it being less scary and intimidating. Yeah. Definitely. Even just like going along with your parents, just once and doing the food shop and I mean like actually paying attention to the food shop not just paying attention when you're in the chocolate aisle um it sounds really simple and it sounds a bit silly and you might think it's a bit of a waste of time but I think in essence as much like as much as you can do to experience what it's like to sort of being an adult and living by yourself before you go it's less to learn and less out of your comfort zone when you get there so if you've already been food shopping and know, you know, how to make a shopping list so that you've actually got meals you can cook, you know, there's no point going to a, a supermarket, grabbing a bunch of stuff, getting home and realising you don't actually have any dinners that you can cook because you've just got a random collection of stuff. And it definitely takes some getting used to and you definitely ease into it. And there will be weeks when maybe you don't do that and you just eat pot noodles. But if you can learn it on the most part and just sort of get to grips with it a little bit, it will really help see you through. And like Verity said as well, the budget is really important, especially now, like in the cost of living crisis. I know I've definitely had to adjust my spending while I've been at uni. Like in my first year, I'm not even joking, I used to be able to do a food shop in Lidl for £15 a week, like max. And sometimes that would last me like over a week. And now it's genuinely like it has genuinely doubled. I spend like 30 pounds a week on food every week. So it's a case of, you know, 
being smart maybe you'll sacrifice nicer food for other stuff I know some people they have priorities elsewhere but yeah it's important to sort of shop around find a supermarket that works for you and you know think about what you're picking up as well in terms of you know you're obviously allowed your brands that you like best but they do add the prices up. So they're just things to be wary of that you don't really think about until you get there that are useful to sort of have in your mind. I think another important thing to consider is how you want to decorate your room. So especially if you're in student accommodation, a lot of the rooms come pretty bare, but they often have like a cork board or something for you to put pictures on. So consider what will make you feel at home. Most people's first time away from home for a long time or moving out. So you want to make yourself as comfortable as possible. So I found like bringing pictures of people from home and like little things from my room back at home that just made it feel like my room. So I I didn't feel like I was like staying in someone else's house or anything because there's definitely stats about like going home quickly and then dropping out of uni and things like that. So like you do want to, you know, get used to your new home and be comfortable because you are going to be there for the next few years. And it is a big change. And I'm not saying never go home. <laughs> Definitely go home to your parents when you need it. But it can be nice to sort of settle in first, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And don't be like me and think, oh, well, I'm only in student accommodation for like, it's not even a whole year. I can't be bothered to decorate it nicely. Like you're there for a long time and you spend a lot of time in your room. <laughs> like you're there every day. And even though, yeah, you'll be out at uni. Yeah, you'll probably be going on a lot of nights out and stuff. Like it's still your room and whereas at home like you've got your whole home whether you live in a house or a flat or whatever it might be you've got that whole space that is yours like living at uni is different your room is your bit and yes at home everything else is shared but it's just not the same when it's your family compared to when it's like housemates or like uni people that you live with so like your room really is kind of like your sacred space like it's the only bit that's yours so like make it feel like yours. I didn't put pictures up in my room in my house now until like, I don't know, December. And after I put them up, I was like, oh, I love this. Why didn't I do this sooner? But I'm just lazy. But don't be lazy. Like <laughs> take stuff with you when you go. Take some pillows. Like Verity said, take cushions, take blue tack, take um like pins so that if you do have a pin board, you can pin them up and you can get your parents to help you when they move you in. And then it'll feel homely right from the start and not like a bare, sad little uni room. (laughs) I think also while we're talking about things to take, things like extension leads will be your absolute best friend. Even though, you know, my uni room had plenty of plugs, but they're not necessarily always close enough. So having, and I'm in a big extension lead as well, like don't get one with like two little plugs that you can put in. Like I had a four one, um, which is great um like trust me you can never have too many plant sockets and something to dry your clothes on as well because something that I really vividly remember from first year washing and drying your clothes is expensive it was like three pounds thirty for a wash and like three pounds thirty for a dry like I would go two weeks without doing my washing and wait until I had to wash like every single piece of clothing that I own but I wouldn't pay to dry it I'd dry it up in my room and I'd whack my heating up really high because like my heater was included in my bill in like my rent for uni accommodation so I wasn't planning to use tumble dryer so it's very <laughs> useful <laughs> yeah that is actually really good advice because it does add up like three pound here and there you'll start thinking oh gosh how much am I spending on just drying my clothes I kind of I've stuck with the rule of I dry my bedding 
but not my clothes. Like I do actually have this air dryer. I would recommend this. I don't know where I got it from, but it's one that you can plug in and it heats up, um, which is quite good. So it like dries the clothes a bit quicker because it heats up itself. So I would recommend that if you can find one of those. But yes, extension leads, definitely, because they never buy the bed and they need to be by the bed um, and they just never are. So also like phone charger, like make sure you bring your chargers. You don't want to be the person that doesn't bring their lap laptop charger to uni because then you'll be pretty stuck on your first day and things like that. Like I would recommend like thinking through a week in your life at uni and all the things you need. Like I forgot a baking tray. How useless is that? Like, what am I going to cook in the oven without a baking tray? So I had to go down on my first night and pick pick one up from Sainsbury's for too much money. So <laughs> learn from our mistakes, please. Um... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Even things like um, kind of coat racks that you can hook over the door. Sometimes they don't have hooks on the bathroom door for your towel. So if you can, or like you've got wardrobe space, but you've not got enough wardrobe space for like coats. So you might have like one peg. But if you can take those like over the door thingies, they can be really useful because it just buys you up that extra space. And I took as well those like clear plastic like storage containers. Now, annoyingly, they wouldn't go under my bed because like my bed was like solid. So I just had them out in my room, which was a bit ugly, but they saved my life. Like I stocked up all my food in there. Like I'd have like spare pasta, spare beans, spare tuna, like anything that I took back with me when my parents would drive me back to uni because I'd go back with like as much food as I physically could so I didn't have to buy it would all go in there so like storage you can never have too much storage basically don't underestimate how much stuff you will accumulate throughout a uni year trust me it adds up I think also moving away from things and more about just like mindset whenever I speak to students like getting ready for uni they're always very very scared about being like I think it's this class of like imposter syndrome everyone thinks that everyone else knows everything and you're going to be the person and they're going to pick on you in the lecture and be like tell me this and you're going to sit there and go I don't know that doesn't happen <laughs> everyone is in the same boat don't worry about it and especially at the start of uni everyone is so keen to make friends like everyone you meet on like a freshers night or there's different events if you're not into like drinking or anything like there's loads of different events and everyone's so keen to make friends they're all like this is what I'm doing here's my course here's where I'm living what about you like you're not the only one don't worry like people are so welcoming so just kind of it's hard advice but just throw yourself into it I think yeah absolutely it's not like what starting a new secondary school is like or starting a new sixth form is like because with that like most people already know each other whereas when you go to uni you might have a couple of people that know each other but on like what 99% of people do not know a single person so it's not like you need to try and insert yourself into a friendship group where everybody knows who everybody already is like everybody's starting off on that like brand new clean page um and everybody's feeling the same like everybody wants to make friends nobody wants to go to uni and be by themselves um so it's completely normal to be nervous but also remember that you're not the only one that feels that way so just try and keep as open a mind as possible and I think also like because it's vet school and not just uni you've obviously all worked so hard to get into vet school in the first place I think it can be easy to 
focus on that like you're at vet school and you need to work really hard and like that's all you need to focus on and stuff and as much as you do need to work really hard and you know you do need to apply yourself to your studies let's be honest like your first term at uni isn't really about that it's about settling in making friends getting to grips with how you actually live by yourself and you know you can worry about getting to grips a bit more with content and things like that a little bit later but give yourself that time to settle in and adapt to uni because it is a lot and even like the teaching styles and stuff are different so you know don't put too much pressure on yourself and also don't feel like you can't enjoy the actual you know typical uni life because I promise you you can you just need to sort of chill out a little bit in your mind and remember that yes you're at vet school but you're not only there to learn how to be a good vet you learn you're there to sort of have a good time and enjoy yourself uni is meant to be the best time of your life and if all you do is you know religiously study 24 7 I guarantee you will not (laughs) so enjoy it yeah first time's a great time to sort of get involved in different societies lots of societies have like taster sessions and things like that so I'd recommend going along to sort of everything and anything that interests you because that's also how you'll meet people with similar interests and you're like bound to get along with some of them I rely on extracurriculars to keep me chilling at uni basically because I think it's the only way that works for me I need to have other things going on and vet school it's really easy to fall into the trap of just doing vet school but I think if you can sort out your work-life balance now then as a vet hopefully you'll be better prepared to manage the really tricky work-life balance then is sort of what I'm going for at the moment (laughs) Um, so I would really recommend getting involved and everyone's like new they'll be like fresh as events so it's like no one's expecting anything of you really just turn up have fun (laughs) and yeah so another big change from moving from school to to vet school and uni are the sort of expectations for yourself and grades and things like that so Whenever people ask, you know, like, what what do you need to get at vet school? And we say, oh, it's a 50% pass. Everyone's like, what? That's crazy. Because you, you've come straight from A-levels where it's like, to get an A, you need like 80, 90% and things like that. But that's just, it's the hardest thing. But you need to remove that from your mind when you get to vet school. Yes, if you study all day, every day, you can get 100%. But it's often you know not necessarily like the aim or like the most as you know as we said the most important thing to get from uni nobody looks at every single grade from like when you're a graduate like nobody's like oh but in this test you got you only got 55 percent like it's just pass fail um and it is a big change from a levels but just try and prepare yourself for that I would say yeah definitely and I feel like sometimes people might that aren't at vet school yet might have the sort of um might think that because it's only 50% to pass, and I know we say it a lot on this podcast, like you only need 50% to get into the next year, people might think like, oh, but yeah, if you only get 50%, like you're going to be a rubbish vet. You're not going to know anything. And I can 100% see where you're coming from. But I would say that, you know, exams and doing really well in exams aren't what make you a good vet. Like if you get, 100% in first year vet school I guarantee you you that that isn't going to mean that you're going to be an amazing vet because I mean one that forgets about everything else that comes with it like the transferable skills that we always talk to you guys about you know your communication your teamwork how do you interact with your client and things like that but also 
being able to like regurgitate information for an exam about certain topics doesn't mean that you can solve a clinical case and work that up in the context of the actual animal in front of you in the context of you know the finances that you've got to work with also in the context of the resources in your practice that you've got to work with and all things like that so yes exams are important and you know yes you do want to do well in them like for your own you know personal satisfaction and obviously you know I'm not saying the exams are a complete waste of time because they need to have some way of assessing whether or not you know you have the knowledge that you need to have but I feel like it can be easy to think because you know if you only got 50% you don't know enough to be a vet and it's genuinely not the case like there's so much more to it than that so don't sit there and think like oh but yeah no I have to get more than 50 because even though it'll make me pass like I won't be good enough because I promise you they're not like correlated like that so allow yourself to enjoy it allow yourself to enjoy you know your whole uni experience but especially your first time of first year you know I think people unfortunately my first year was COVID so it wasn't really a typical uni experience but like first year is your best opportunity to you know really enjoy yourself because every year on that just gets busier and busier and you get more and more content so like enjoy it while you're there and make the most of it and yeah really don't be too hard on yourself because you've got so much there to make the most of and figure out what you like and what you don't like so don't underestimate that by just thinking about studying 24-7 because that is not fun for anybody. No definitely not and Everyone has blips at vet school. There's going to be one exam that you don't do that well on or you you fail this or you fail that. That happens to everyone. Like, don't try and not, like, fixate on those things. Like, you go through so many exams at your time, not to scare you all, but <laughs> there's a lot of exams and, like, they, they won't all go perfectly. So if one goes wrong, you just have to kind of pick yourself up, move on, all about that, like, resilience. And, well, you know, we've spoken about why resilience is really important and needed for a vet and it's sort of another opportunity to show that and go through something you know there's five years not all of them are going to be the smoothest running thing ever just naturally and it's more important that you sort of learn from it move on and don't hold yourself to ridiculously high expectations definitely not but yeah overall I would say just enjoy first year especially it's a really fun year as Bronte said like just get involved everyone you know everyone likes to just learn new things get involved find your crowd find what works for you and the way you'd like to learn and the way you like to live it's a very like experimental year but kind of in the best way because if you really experience everything you get to sort of set yourself up for second third and fourth and fifth year and like know how you like to work know what you like to do like for some people in-person lectures don't work so they just do them online and it's things like that where you just kind of need to trial and error it a bit and I think first is your opportunity to do that. Yeah absolutely I think you know we've given you a lot of advice in this episode hopefully some of it will be useful to you I think a lot of it are things that we sort of mentioned before but I think it's really useful for you guys to have this episode to come back to and just remind yourself of and hopefully you know we have reassured you a little bit because uni can be daunting it can be intimidating but most of all it is fun and I really want you guys to keep that in mind and try and sort of make it as fun for yourselves as possible because genuinely what is the point otherwise it is just you know it's going to be a horrible five years of your life if you're not enjoying 
I'm not saying you have to enjoy every single minute of vet school ever, like that's not very realistic either. But on the most part, it should be a fun experience for you all. So we have an episode coming out in the next two weeks on what we wish we knew before we started vet school. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and hopefully we will, you know, teach you a lot more things there. Um, but for now, we hope you've really enjoyed this episode. Um, and we'll see you all again in the next one. Bye. Bye. So we really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you found it helpful, then please share it with others that you think will find it useful too. Again, make sure to subscribe to both our podcast and YouTube channel with the same name, So You Want To Be A Vet, to be notified of when our next episode is released. Also, don't forget to leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram at So You Want To Be A Vet for exclusive quizzes, behind the scenes and updates on all things So You Want To Be A Vet and Vet Mentor. Remember to follow at VetMentor2 to learn more about the opportunities such as our interview skills workshops and our amazing summer school that will help you further your application to that school. If you have any questions or thoughts, then please comment them below the Instagram post for this episode. And if you want to hear us discuss something, then please let us know. You can find our email address in the description. Thanks for listening. Take care.